Hi, it's Cody. Before the podcast begins, I just wanted to give you a quick trigger warning. In this episode, there is discussion about CSAM, that's child pornography, and revenge porn. If those topics bother you, it's okay to sit this one out. My ego can take it, I promise. Now on to the podcast. Hi, my name is Cody, and I'm on a mission to break the silence of domestic violence and sexual assault. This production is brought to you by Bolton Refuge House, which is located in Wisconsin. At Bolton Refuge House, we create a safe space through programs and services for all persons impacted by domestic violence, intimate partner violence, and sexual assault, and advocate for social change. Stop me if you've been in this situation before. It's Christmas. You're having a good time, chatting with family and opening presents. You eventually open your last gift, and it's a pink bunny onesie. You know, like from a Christmas story. Of course, you being in a festive spirit, throw it on, and now there's pictures of you all over Facebook and said pink bunny onesie. Now, maybe you don't own a pink bunny onesie, and honestly, it's your loss. But, I bet most of us have some sort of embarrassing image or video floating around cyberspace that we wish would just go away. But, as we all know, once something is on the internet, it's there forever. Well, actually, that might not be the case for some situations. First off, no. The embarrassing photo of you your mom posted is staying where it is. I'm sorry. However, there is hope for others. Survivors of child sex abuse material, also known as CSAM, and victims of revenge porn have options when it comes to getting specific images taken down. Before we get too far along, I just want to clear something up. CSAM is a more up-to-date term for child pornography. So when I say CSAM survivors, it's referring to victims of child pornography cases. Why is CSAM and revenge porn so harmful? Well, I have attorney Tiffany Winters here to explain. I'm Tiffany Winter. I am an assistant district attorney at the Eau Claire County District Attorney's Office. And I wanted to provide some information about the lasting impacts of child pornography and revenge porn. Child pornography comes in many forms, um, but it all includes some form of child sexual exploitation. The harm from child pornography is really two or threefold depending on how you look at it. Uh, child pornography, in some instances, it's clear that the child is being assaulted for the first time ever. And when I say clear, I mean the child's mannerisms are that they are afraid, they are in pain, etc. So there's obviously going to be a lasting impact from the sexual trauma in and of itself. But child pornography is uh, capturing of that sexual assault and that is eventually shared on the internet and so it will live forever. And those children who are assaulted know that. As they grow older, um, they understand that they are never going to be able to escape the fact that there is going to be documentation of what they went through on the internet that people are using for their own sexual gratification. This can have devastating impacts on children um, well into adulthood that requires a lot of ongoing therapy and ongoing supports from others around them. There's another form of child pornography that sometimes people think is maybe not as bad. And that's when the child looks to be complacent. 
But in those instances of child pornography, it's more than likely that the child was groomed for a long period of time and that the child had been sexually assaulted multiple times, even over the course of months or years. So those children in those instances where it appears where the child is complacent actually have a longer typical history of sexual assault. So not only have they been assaulted multiple times, but they likely have multiple images of their assaults on the internet as well. And it's even harder for those children sometimes to escape um, that because as we all know, once an image or a video is on the internet, it is there forever. And while there is a lot of organizations that help detect and remove child pornography, the likelihood that it would be completely removed is slim to null. Regarding revenge porn, um, the same concepts really apply. Even if revenge pornography is just an individual sharing an image of someone with another person, there's always going to be that question of, did that image go anywhere else? And when in my life is it going to pop up to haunt me again? And so this is really, these crimes are ongoing crimes and have lasting impacts on the individuals. I want to begin by saying that with the resources I'll be discussing, there is an age requirement, but the individual's current age doesn't matter. All that matters is the age of the person when the image was taken. Now the first service we're going to discuss is called Take It Down. What this service does is it removes and or stops the sharing of nude or sexually explicit material of the individual if said individual was under the age of 18 in the image. The application process is super simple. You just check some boxes in regards to what age you were in the image and if that image contains sexually explicit material. And lastly, you need to provide the image itself. Now, nobody sees your image. The website doesn't store your image. And the website doesn't store any of the images it takes down. Instead, it creates a hash value from the image you provide and uses that to track down the material. A hash value is like a fingerprint for your data, but instead of a weird spiral shape, it's just a string of random code. Now, Take It Down also has a couple of surprising companies that participate in their program. There's the ones you would think, like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. But there's also OnlyFans and Pornhub. There are a couple of other sites that also partner with them, but these are just the big ones in my opinion. For the not-so-technically-inclined of us, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat are all about sharing images with your friends and family. TikTok is more about sharing short video clips, usually synced to music. No, I don't get it either. Now that leaves Pornhub and OnlyFans. They are websites that, uh, well, um, let's just say share a more intimate images and leave it at that. But I mean, credit where credit is due, good on them for trying to keep CSAM off of their website. That brings us to the next program called Project Arachnid. Project Arachnid originally comes from our Canadian neighbors, and from what I could gather from all the tech jargon, it seems it works in a similar way to take it down, as in it uses hash values from known CSAM material to track images. 
Once an image is found, a request will be made to the hosting company to remove the image. Sadly, I can't explain much more on how Project Arachnid works, because even with all the videos and visual displays they have on their website, it still all went way over my head. What I could understand is that if you have an image out there you want taken down, all you have to do is go to the section Helping Survivors and click Contact Us. Then all you have to do is fill out the information below. Then, wherever your hash value appears, the company hosting the image will be sent a removal notice. Now, if your company wants to work with Project Arachnid, they would just use a free program developed by Project Arachnid called Shield. Shield allows the company to search and remove CSAM from their own website, as opposed to just waiting for a notice to be sent by Project Arachnid, making the process of removing CSAM more proactive instead of reactive. What if there are explicit images of you over the age of 18 on the internet without your consent, I hear you asking? Well, that's where our last resource comes in. It's called Stop Non-Consensual Intimate Image Abuse, or StopNCII.org for short. StopNCII.org is in the business of removing images pertaining to revenge porn instead of CSAM. Just so you're in the know, revenge porn is sexually explicit images posted by a former partner in order to embarrass and or humiliate the individual in the image. Now even though StopNCII.org is specifically for removing images pertaining to revenge porn, it operates very similarly to the previous two services we discussed. It creates a hash value of the image you selected. If that hash comes up on any partnering company's website, the image will be removed. Who are the partnering companies this time? Well, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and OnlyFans, just like Take It Down. But now we also have Reddit as a participating website. What is Reddit? Well, imagine Google, if Google wasn't a search engine, but a website. That's the best way I can put it. Lastly, I'd like to point out that StopNCII.org also offers steps on how to report your image on websites that aren't partnered with them, making it easier for victims to remove those images and take back control. So quick recap before we end things. Take It Down and Project Arachnid are resources used to remove CSAM material from websites, and StopNCII.org is a resource for removing revenge porn. All of these resources are free to use and are simple to work with. Honestly, I'm just happy to know that there are options out there for those who have had sexually explicit images of themselves shared online without their permission. It's also nice to hear that some very large companies are partnering up with programs like Take It Down, Project Arachnid, and StopNCII.org to keep CSAM and revenge porn off of their websites. With that said, however, I am quite surprised that there aren't more websites that would partner with these resources. Uh, like YouTube or Twitch, for example. Both are very popular video-sharing websites. Partnering with something like Take It Down or StopNCI.org seems like a no-brainer. It is possible that they are partnering with something and I just missed it. And they do have their own system for keeping their websites clean, and that's great. I just don't see the harm in working with something like the resources we discussed on top of that. Anyway, that's just an observation I made and I'm sure that they have their reasons, so please don't sue me, Twitch, or YouTube. With that said, I'd like to give a special thanks to Tiffany for being on the podcast, and of course, I'd like to thank you for listening. I hope you have a good day or night, and until next time. Oh, and uh, no, I had no idea what a hash value was before researching for this podcast. If you or someone you know is affected by domestic violence, 
or sexual assault, I encourage you to reach out to our 100% confidential 24-hour hotline. That number is 715-834-9578. We have trained advocates ready to help.